with these motherfuckers. I got two of them in my room. I got two of them in my room. <laughs> I be bringing that bitch out on the porch. Hey, my man. laptop on and I'm smoking. I got a little table right here with my drink. <laughs> Hell yeah. Know all about them motherfuckers, man. Hmm. Put my phone on silent. So, who's been your favorite? So, your, your favorite interview so far? Um, favorite one so far? Probably the one I did with AC. I gotta check that out. I don't want to deal with Ace. I mean, cause just because it was filmed. He dropped it already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because it, it was filmed, and I, you know, I'm looking at it like, oh damn. Because I've been seeing him. He be doing like a lot of different shit. He be doing yeah. a lot of shit on like a lot of different platforms, don't he? Yeah. Hey man, AC out here, man. That man, that man, getting his acting on with the week series. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think, man, I, I think I'm going to be in the Knicks in the season, too. Oh, Zach asked me if I wanted to be, and I said, yeah. He said, all you have to do is just be yourself. I said, oh, so I'm being petty? I'll run it. That's hard. I think it's just making, you know, my music career seem more established. If, I, if I'm in the show just playing a rapper. Just being yourself. I said, yeah, right. So, like, if I get my camera on the show, it just pop up like y'all going to a petty show. <laughs> run it, man. <laughs> Shout out to Issa Rae. Putting on like yeah, that. That's wild. That's wild. Do that for me. Sure. That's I seen how she did the Vince Staples. You know what I mean? How she added in like LA artists. She been in the having show. a lot of LA artists on there. Man, she gets it. No, she gets real. it, man. Like she, she, you can tell she definitely um, uh, carries the torch of, of all the greats. Like my 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 top three directors is uh, Spike Lee, John Singleton, and Tarantino. But you can tell it's like as okay. far as black culture, you can tell she she. She, she stands on the shoulders of John yeah. Singleton, and, uh, Spike Lee. Like as far as yeah. symbolism, yeah, yeah. man. Cause that's sim. I, I, I probably said that fucking word on every podcast, damn near. <laughs> but symbolism is so important, you know what I'm saying? Especially for us right now, because that's what the fuck's being used against us to have us accepting shit as normal. Like right. hell, a white Jesus. That's symbolism. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it, it's it's detrimental for our youth to see us give them, you know, their hieroglyphics in real time, mm -hmm. whether it be on TV, anything, it's, it's, it's a motion picture, it's the same shit, you know what I mean? It's like, we gotta show that. We gotta be intentional as far as detail. Like, in Easter Ray, she really is like, she's yeah. detailed with what she put in there and like how the experiences on her show is like the black experience specifically. And not mm -hmm. just, not only the black experience, but the female black experience. Yeah. And, that in its of itself is a very specific demographic that don't get talked about enough. Man, and it's 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 crazy because um as a man, you know, like the name of the show is Insecure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, as a, a man, you probably eh, I might not want to watch this. Right, that might be about it a reflection of that. It's like, oh, you know right. what I mean? This, this might not be for me. I don't want to, you know, yeah. them let the, the ladies have their thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you get caught right, watching this shit. You're like, hey, this hey, nah, <laughs> look, that's how I, I was hot that the last episode was the last one. The last episode when I uh, found out Lawrence had old, got old gal pregnant. Man. Man. <laughs> See, that's how I saw that. 
that's how I got put up on it because I had heard about the show and everybody was telling me it was good and shit. But I mean, I really just don't even be up on TV shows like that for real anyway. But you feel me? People have been telling me about it. And then I think I was over at my cousin's house and uh, his girl had it on. And we had just got to watch that shot. I said, damn, this shit good as hell. Yeah, you get wrapped I up said, in it. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been bullshit. I want to tell Issa Rae one, because I ain't really watched a lot of the show, but the little bit of other show I have watched, you know what I'm saying? It's made me, you know, develop this, I don't know, opinion on just life. Um, like I was saying, like how you see the show, it's like, oh, let me let the ladies have that. Yeah. And you get caught up watching me. Oh, shit, this good as motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm just speaking for myself right now, but... To me, it's it's crazy that that show and me feeling that way about the show is almost like a parallel to your interaction with women. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a you know you're a woman, you know I respect you, whatever, whatever. I, you know, I ain't a creep, and then you know what right, I'm saying. Right. But I'm more so looking at you as you know, hey, you fine, whatever, whatever, yeah, like, yeah. right? But I ain't gonna get in your way. But when just like when you watch the show, you might end up liking. It. It's like oh shit, man. This is kind of how life feels when I have more platonic relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not trying to fuck you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm okay with friends, not trying to fuck right. you. You know what I mean? That'd be the case most of the time, honestly. That's what the show to me felt like. And I wanted to tell Issa Ray that. I was like, man, as a, as a man, it's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you can want to fuck everything, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, like, if I ain't trying to fuck you, I'm gonna let you be, right? Almost like I would be that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I actually watched, I started enjoying, I was like, man, this is exactly how it is when you have platonic relationships with women and you don't wanna fuck them. <laughs> Life is actually more fun. Not saying that, you know, women ain't fun and like this. Like, no, women are dope. It's yeah, just, women are dope. you don't, you don't really realize how much you're missing out on by what you're fishing for. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like if you only go into the store and you're looking for shirts, you're going to miss out on some nice looking pants. Yeah, you can get all the shirts you came here to get. Mission right. accomplished. Right. But hey, you ain't get nothing extra. Yeah. Right. Just the shirt. Right. You just, just went for a shirt. You met, you met your ceiling. Perfect. You set your ceiling and you met that motherfucker. <laughs> right. Like, did you know you could have a convertible at this bitch? <laughs> like, life could be a drop top. <laughs> and that, yeah, that show is like one of those, it's another reminder, you know what I'm saying? And uh something else, you know, that makes me aware of how much. I can continuously check myself. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, this is always always a learning process. You don't really realize how much of a damn, uh, 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 I don't want to say predator, but you know what I'm saying? No, you don't realize how much of that you have in you until you be like, oh shit, it's layer by layer. And it's not an intentional thing. It's just, yeah, it's kind it's of what I was raised as. Taught and stuff like, it's like, fuck, I'm glad I didn't have to have a daughter to realize this shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm right. realizing it now. It's like, fuck, if I had a daughter, I bet I'd have to pick up the pieces. But, oh, shit, let me get my shit together. <laughs> but it's good that you came to the realization because there's a lot of people who don't. And it's like... I feel like God might give me a boy now because I came up with this realization. <laughs> without, All right, cool. I, I ain't going to give you a call, but <laughs> make you worry every night. Like, <laughs> they say, you have a boy, you got to worry about one dick. You have a girl, you gotta worry about all, all of them. them. <laughs> Every one of them. Shit. <laughs> but now, man, it's, it's, it's made me check myself a lot, man, and be like, damn, bro, you you could be shallow more than you think. 
You know what I mean? Not even notice it. Not even notice it. All by, yeah. all by what you give time to afterwards. Right. And what kind of energy you putting out there? Like, if you look like, like if you going out and you on the hunt, you look like you on the hunt. You look like you going out there to like look for something. You know what I'm saying? We know what a nigga look like walking with his phone on. in his hand exactly. in the mall. You in the mall walk with your cell phone and you like about 16, 17. You trying to scope something. You exactly. know what I mean? Like you scoping out. It's just a natural uh, defense mechanism. I got my phone in my hand. Hey, my boy, glue. Right, what's up, man? You want right, when you get that out your head, not your mind, you can you can see a whole lot clearer and it, going places is a whole lot different. Then it's tricky people. though because then it's like the pussy just be throwing itself at you. And it's once like, you realize that, ah, yeah. like once I realize, nah, I'm cool. I ain't even trying to fuck you. <laughs> You that sure you yeah, you yeah. sure you don't want yeah. to? It's like ah man, wow. <laughs> damn if right. you do, damn if you don't. Like as soon as I say, like well, that. if you want to, let's go ahead and do it. I'm back to I'm back I'm back becoming what I practice. You know, what <laughs> I mean? it's like shit. But it's I don't know. It make you make you ask yourself like, man, is the devil sending me this or is this from God? Like, no, sometimes you do got to ask yourself that. Like, what is, is this? this abundance, God, or is this temptation? Teaching me right now. You know, is this temptation or abundance? What is right. it? We're gonna go uh, ahead and intro the pod. Yeah. Hey, hold on, bro. I'm, I'm doing the podcast right now. I highly, I highly yeah, share. Look here, this is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the beast say, do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Just burn one down. If you ever try, you should pay the mic. Now I'm a burn one for you. It's like getting fouled and tearing your Achilles. You wanna check out the game, but you stay in cause you got eyes on you. And if they see you knock down these free throws, they'll never get woke. While the pro is going on down in Miami, my superhero chopper crazy. Nipsey got a Grammy, bumping blue laces too. In my crazy ace, these got blue laces too. So today I race, unexpected, no look. The baton pass like a LeBron pass last night. LeBron passed number three all time, like two and four. Now we freeze all time, but you might go love to LA. Hope they win them too, back to back, because LA just lost the realest too. Back to back, like when you lose the rock, what happens after that? Keep playing after the aftershock, like For aftershock. Sure. You think so? Yeah, he gonna one year contract yes. right before he get drafted and say, well, whoever he come to, you just lucked up and got his daddy too. You think so? See, I be thinking, man, man, why not? That's the best dad. Stop. Cause what's that? That's in three Stop. years, right? LeBron be 39. What is he, what, 35 now? He's 35 now. He be 30, wouldn't he be 40? Yeah. Tim Duncan played at about 40, yes, 39. Yeah. He, yes, it, it's going to happen. Tim Duncan was in the finals in his 30s. Like, Brian yeah. 35, going to get him by at least two more. So it's like, I yeah. hope so, man. I, I really hope so. I mean, this year is going to be his fourth one, man. We know this. So if they come back, you think you got it? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think yeah. nobody's stopping LeBron in the empty gym. <laughs> no, that's not. That's definitely like the, not. Definitely not. We not. at the damn cellar. You know what I mean? It's quiet. <laughs> you hear nothing but screech, 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 ba, ba, ba. Hey, shit, self check. He's slow, trash. <laughs> I had an idea, man. I was like, man, wouldn't it be dope if all the NBA players were mic'd up and we had like a late night game where it's like, you know, when they had the, the last dance, so they was cussing like a motherfucker. Oh, mm-hmm. Hey, not yet. That'll be live. You have a late night game. Somebody so is. for the dose, but you have everybody mic'd up. That's why everybody talking shit. Imagine KG 
I think no, he, no, he, he talking shit, they man. Keep the, they finger on the Let us give him. us once a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you got the uh you got Monday night football, it's like prime time, right? Man, just give us one a monthly they late say, night mic'd up game. Bill man. Simmons, I think I was listening to, he said that they need to make it like pay-per-view or some shit like that, or like a, a separate channel where you could just be like, you could listen to them like with all the cussing and all that Talk shit. Talk your shit. That'll be that would be MD, I would pay for that. I would pay gym MD, we sound like we in the center again, man. Extra ten a month. Or however much I got. I subscribe that. to this man, shit. I would subscribe. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, NBA TV. Like, go, go in on the court, like for real, for real. NBA yes. PPV. That's what it is. That'd be lit. That would be lit for sure. So, uh, for the people, well, we ain't even do the socials. Damn. We ain't do nothing. <laughs> we ain't even do the socials. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Well, Damn. it's me, your boy, Too Bleasy. You got Rodney in here. Uh, episode. We not even on top of it. It's like seventy eight though, or something like that, right? <laughs> something like that. Yeah, we'll say seventy seventy seven. Nah, it can't. It's seventy four. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> Episode seventy four. We got a really, really, really special guest in the building with us today. The hmm. one, the only. Petty Kane Jr. Our very <laughs> first video uh, podcast, and we are really grateful to have you here as hmm. our first YouTube guest. Man, this is major. I'm honored to be here, man. This is a, uh, it's an experience, you know. I'm just soaking it all in, man. We appreciate you coming here and testing it out with us. Definitely appreciate it, man. So we we've been talking about a lot before we started recording, but um, I wanted to hop back on what we had just got done with uh, basketball real quick, mm. and you said. Having them mic'd up. I'm mic'd up. Late game. night games. Late night game. It's, it's once a month. You got all the players mic'd up on a late night game where when the kids are asleep, the adults can watch it. You know what I'm saying? And just we, let them talk their shit, man. Let them talk their shit. Who you think would be the most entertaining player? <laughs> mm, who, who, who I think talks the most shit? Because we done Patrick Beverly that. might be crazy. He might get with a crazy mic. out there. With a mic, yeah. yeah. He'll probably turn up even more. Jimmy Butler might get crazy too, though. Yeah. He'd get crazy. Man, I'm trying to think. I other, I'm trying to think like other teams that would be in the playoffs. Like who who I want to see like talk the most shit. Both the Morris brothers gonna get it in. <laughs> Both we already know. <laughs> I wanna see what Ja talking about. Nah, no, Jai talk, talk, no, talk, talk his shit. No, Jai talk his shit. No, Jai talk his shit. Mm-hmm. That'll be you. I'm talking about have all the players mic'd up. That'll be so dope, man. It sound like you in the gym. You know, I mean, man? shit. They got the money to do it. Ain't no reason why. Like I said, I would subscribe. Really? I would subscribe. Hey, yeah, get all my money, man. I'm up late night. Man, man y'all see that shit? <laughs> and that's all everybody. Really Finally, people have shit to talk night. about. They just need to have some whole separate shit where. You feel me? You can watch it without the cussing and with the cussing. And I'll, I'll subscribe to let hear me get the cussing. cussing yeah. Picture a Gary Payton. You know LeBron gonna be up there. You say what? LeBron gonna be out there like uh, he gonna be calling LeBron. everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bron 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 probably hold back a little bit. A little. He got more to lose. I got more yeah. endorsements. Yeah. <laughs> Rondo not gonna hold back, and he's still on the Lakers. Ooh. I think he is. You know he Good talking question. shit. Man, uh, MAC is going to come back. <laughs> DeMarcus Cousin going to be healthy again. <laughs> <laughs> I seen he might be. He don't do shit but play in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, win, fuck around, win a ring somewhere. Man. Oh. 
So who you got? Who you got winning the? Uh, Ooh, Lakers. You got Bronny winning. Oh yeah, Lakers, Lakers, definitely. I'd I'd like to see a um a LA LA Western Conference. I think yeah, I think everybody wants to see that. That'll be that'll be great for the city of Los Angeles. They need it, man. Oh, After yeah, yeah. Nipsey, Kobe, man. man, they need it. They need it bad, man. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be really dope. Especially since we didn't even get to see. I don't think we got to see them play again, play each other, did mm-hmm. we? Not after Martin Luther King Day, was it? Yeah. Because they canceled the one game. Because of Kobe's death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they ever play again after that? I don't think so. Not they rescheduled it and then the coronavirus happened. Because I don't think they played the game that they rescheduled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, that's, man. Rest in, I be thinking just about that shit all the time. This tweet echoes through my mind every time. Remember bring up Kobe and COVID. Somebody said, man, if this COVID shit would have happened a lot earlier, COVID still be alive. It's man. like, fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I don't even want to like this tweet, but I agree. It's, it's like, fuck. shit. It's fucked. That wouldn't be on the plane. We wouldn't, the basketball season be canceled. Yeah, Baby girl would be, be playing stopped. with, you know what I mean? <laughs> ah, she was going to be nice, man. Gigi was going to be crazy. She really was. She was already. She already had like the early footwork and everything. Early man, I'm. I I saw a video of her hitting the um a turnaround <sighs> off the dribble though. Like you know, she she drove to the spot. Uh-uh. I'm like, man, didn't even. I had no regard of what was going on in the court. Like I'm not caring about the rest of the court. I know what I'm here to do. Little this fit to happen, man. Little definitely, Mamba. Man, it was like shit. That would, that would fuck me up. She was like already an ambassador for the WNBA. Like, yeah, we knew she was getting drafted. I like thirteen. I liked how much Kobe was advocating for the WNBA. You know what I mean? Because, man, like, I mean, the sport is still definitely you know going to change, but you know somebody else just has to pick up the torch because he he was as far as men. You know what I'm saying? He was he was standing up and speak. He was more vocal about the WNBA when only time we vocal about the WNBA is when we joking about some shit. You know what I mean? That's you know. But it, I feel like that that's gonna be uh, um, this is gonna be one of those things, man. We're gonna constantly look back on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It still don't feel real. It doesn't. It's February. It's only June. Talking about it, and it's crazy because like, <laughs> feel like it's been a whole fucking year. You, you, see, you see so many of our NBA legends like that go so far back. Like we haven't lost like that many of our NBA yeah. legends. Like, NBA, like, like basketball players don't die; they right. get old and sit courtside. <laughs> right. And you like, see them all start break. I wanted, you know, Kobe was supposed to be like Bill Russell age. That's what I'm saying. Like Bill Russell be showing up to the NBA finals every year to hand the uh, MVP the trophy. When he had the, uh, when he put on a Kobe jersey, I was like, that's crazy. You seeing Bill Russell in purple and gold? Well, it was white, purple and gold, but still, it's like yeah. Celtics is like, <laughs> that right there was like one of those things. It's like, yeah, basketball, man, it's a, it's a community. And at the end of the day, the, the love for it. Is, yeah. is king. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the most love for, got the most love for each other, or at least the respect yeah. for each other's game. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah I can I can remember like the day when that shit happened and I found out 
I think you have broken news to me in our uh, you know, our group message. Damn. And so I had like and I nobody had thought just, it was true. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was like, bro, stop. And you was like, nah, dog. I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, don't play. I, and I said the like, same. Quit playing like, three times. It's I, true. Like, the circumstances like the the Shit. night after <laughs> the night after LeBron passing. Right after and, you tweet that out, and yeah. Like, it's, it's eerie. Just, it was a real yeah, eerie feeling. It's, it's yeah. unreal. And mm-hmm. like, I had told, called and told my homies, and I'm like, hold on. Like, it's, like, you feel me? I'm trying to make sure. I'm like, nah, bro, this nigga can't be right. Like, this cannot be true. And then I t- I'm telling them, and they're like, what? And then I pulled up at the crib, and everybody is just like, shocked. And I'm like, oh, God damn. That was, that was like, <sighs> I don't know. For the time, that was like one of the most, uh, I don't know, devastating deaths ever. Yeah, that uh, I've been alive. Until, like, put it on. you know, May 25th, when we saw that on, you know, George Floyd, we saw that on that footage. It's like, nah, that's the worst. You know, it's like uh, 2020, it's like you're still mourning Kobe, and then now you got COVID and, and you know, all these brutalities that are. It's just ramping back up again, and man, it's like it's always been around. It's right. like it's just now. It's people are getting more fed up and more fed up. And you know, we thought we was fed up ten years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, five years ago, I did a, wrong. I did this. The I can't breathe record. You know what I'm saying? Around the time the um, Eric Garner, Mike Brown, you know the that. It's, so it's just resurface. I mean, it's like it's recycling. History just repeating itself, yeah. or or history is still making the same statement, and it ain't repeating itself. It's still saying the same. You know, I'm not finished saying what I was saying. Pretty much, yeah. It's just an ongoing run-on sentence, and it's like how how much you know is it going to take? Like, how loud do we have to get? Like, how obvious does it have to be? Right. And, until people just say, you know what? I know it, you know it, you know, I know you know it. And you know, I know you know it. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything in between. I, I'm tired of asking. It's gonna get to that point. Like I saw the Dave Chappelle um, special, 846, mm-hmm. at the end when he was like, this is our last attempt of like civil conversation. After yeah. that, it's rat tat 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 <laughs> He ain't lying though. No. Nah, He's that's, not lying. That's why like, He's so do you man. feel uh, like kind of, you know, transition like back and forth between the sports? Do you think that they should even go back to playing? That's a that's an interesting question because I feel, I understand both sides of that. Bitcoin. Um, one side, yeah, it could be distracting. It will be distracting. Um, but to people who can multitask, it's not going to be distracting to them. To people who don't want to see what's going on, who want to avoid it, it'll be an easy out. You know what I mean? For them, you know, I mean, it's not a distraction to me. It's a, you know, I wanted to, I found refuge in this shit because reality was, it was killing me. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever it makes you feel about yourself and your own experience, it's like, you know, how how you gonna adjust to that moving forward, especially if, you know, you're living on this side of privilege 
right? And he might not want to see it because it, it might be triggering a lot of guilt because you know it's fucked up and you, you know you might not do anything or be able to do anything or even want to. Right. So the NBA coming back, it'll be an easy out for everyone to talk about something else. We ain't seen at we ain't seen this many people who talk so much be silent ever. You know what I mean? Because right. they know what's going on. I feel like if NBA came back, it'd give it it'd give niggas a pass to to find an easy out, even though they know what's going on, right? Because we've been knowing shit that's going on forever. But the only thing to keep us going is sports, food, music, movies, entertainment, all that. That's completely shut that shit off. That's been the only thing to keep us going. It's like, you know, it, it takes our mind off things. And I feel like if, if we didn't have as much as that, we'd have more time to focus on the issues or that's more time for me to watch you ignore me. Then, because it's all gonna go back on the people. Like, what are you gonna do? Because they know what the fuck's going on. They just buying time to try to make you forget about this shit. Because that's the same thing. I'm a spoon feed you to get you to be quiet. And if you can be quiet long enough, you'll get used to not hearing your own voice. So you become what you practice and you shut up. It's science. But they keep doing that shit to us and, and people are tired of that shit. So it's like sports would, it'd be an easy out. I miss sports like a motherfucker. I want to see LeBron get his fourth ring. However, you know, I, you don't got nothing to prove. You know what I mean? I really do feel that the NBA, not the NBA itself, but the players in it, mm-hmm. I think they might back off last minute. They might be like, you know what? This ain't what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Or I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to move forward with it as far as keeping the awareness while the games are going on. Mm-hmm. You know, because five years ago, everybody had the I Can't Breathe t-shirts. Yeah. All right, now what are we going to do? Because the t-shirts come off when you play. Right. You ain't got nobody in the in the gym. So what are we going to do with this gym? Is there going to be banners with information in the background? Like, you know, how, like when you see a player run out, you see like a Bud Light shit on the side, court side. Is it going to be information where people can call numbers and whatever? Right. Are the commercials in between, you know, the game? Right. Is all the commercials going to be about what's need to be talked about? Or is it going to be ad space for product? Right. You know what I mean? If... If they take the ladder, if they use that as as the route, you know what I'm saying, to put information constantly throughout the game, like in the background and every commercial is about that, then okay, I get it. Because now you're you're using entertainment as the driving force to get a message across. Then I I support that. Um it's just interesting to see what they're gonna do. I I want to see Brian get his fourth ring, but I want to see justice reform a lot more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely want to see that first, you know, and if that can happen first and then we can get back there. Yeah. But the system ain't just going to change overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like the next local elections and all that shit or whatever. I mean, or or the shit that like motherfuckers voting on certain 2023. You know what I mean? Like people that's in council and shit. 
Right. So we we stuck with them motherfuckers to at least three more years. So we can't do shit about council. But so so what are we gonna do in the meantime? You know what I mean? Are we gonna just get back to normal or are we gonna make this our new normal and, and do something different moving forward? You know what I mean? Cause even in the NFL, it's like people knew the whole time. They knew why it was taking me so much controversy. Yeah. Players still kept playing, Super Bowl still was won, and the out was still easily taken. And I feel like that's what sports would do if they ain't overkill with it, putting it in your face more than the fuck you expect me to. Like every chance I get, boom, something, boom, boom, information, boom, numbers here, everything. Oh. Like when they when Nickelodeon uh, aired that eight minute and fifty, I mean forty six second long, just breathing, mm-hmm. just. <sighs> I didn't hear about that. That's different. Yeah, man. That's different. It's like you can't watch these cartoons. You have to wait, or you have to change the channel until you come back. But what if the next channel's talking about it? Mm. What if the next channel's talking about it? You eventually gonna have to cut off your TV, right? But if you cut off your TV, what if everybody's talking about it? Then you can't go nowhere. Now you just gotta look in the mirror. Over time, that's what's happening. But it's taken years and years and years because it was obvious 400 years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's still obvious Obvious. now. It's still obvious. So it's like, how obvious is it going to get? How uncomfortable do you have to get to be like, all right, you got me? And see, that's or a nigga's gonna say, "Fuck it, just take your shit." I'm kind of on the side where, like, I would, like you said, I would love to see basketball come back. Like, I'm a, a sports fanatic. Like, my TV used to sit on like ESPN all day, and like I'm cool with it. Like, I don't care what sport comes on. But like, I feel like we need to take advantage of the situation. Like, everybody's at home. I mean, people are on. People are coming back to work, but there are still people that are quarantined or not. I mean, quarantine, but you feel me? Still yeah. out of work. Like, I'm still out of work right now. So, like, as well as a couple other my friends. So, I, I feel like we still have the attention, like, of a lot of people right now. Like, that you said, like, could easily just, you feel me, shine it away if, you feel me, there's something like, I'm sure. If you feel like there's something like, you feel me, like sports going on or other entertainment sources, like, I feel like we just should take advantage of, like, what's going on right now. And like a lot of people argue that, uh, like you know, that the players can't do anything and the owners can't really do anything per se to get you know policy done. But in my opinion, those owners are you feel me the bill the billionaires that are you feel me either putting trying to get these policies put in place or know the people that are getting that done. So like you know they got connections to get something done mm-hmm. and like something pushed forward faster than you know what we usually receive. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like, but will they? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Because <laughs> it's all, they trying to buy all this time, but you can't really buy time with, while we have trying to buy time. You got mm. a sickness out here that you don't really know anything about. And it's going to probably, our, our dumbasses, America, we're going to probably have to sit even longer. So, and we done surpassed everybody, the rest of the world. Right. I mean, USA like want to be number one in everything. <laughs> like, this is not what you want to be number one in. <laughs> right. We don't want to medal in this shit. We don't want to win in this. <laughs> but they trying to. And it's, it's making everybody put everything on hold. People stuck at the house. And, you know, we're looking at it. 
We're looking at police reform and defunding the police and police brutality and the spotlights on them. Whether basketball, any kind of sports or anything, they can come back. We still live in through probably one of the worst pandemics we've ever seen in our lifetime. In our lifetime, yeah, yeah. Right. Definitely. Like as far as us, you know, because we ain't we ain't in other countries when they went through, you know, SARS, influenza, shit like that. Right. Yeah. Right. So we going through this and it's like Damn, I almost lost my train of thought. We're going through this and we're putting everything on pause and we're looking at police brutality and how black lives do matter and how they target us specifically, which we've been singing for years, which has been the case for years. But right now, everything's on hold. Everything is paused. You can't even turn your head to something else because it's not there no more. Right. Whatever your favorite thing is, they don't stop doing that. This COVID shit puts you in the house for a reason. Not even to be that guy like, oh, everything happens for a reason. It's divine or blah, blah, blah. But everybody was in the house. You can't you can't avoid it. You saw it. You know what I mean? You let something like that go viral? Yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, but it's like you, you, you can't really you can't really, you know, avoid it. You know what I'm saying? And I was on another podcast, you know, and, and and which I thought was dope, man. Shout out to Alec. He uh, he was he was he was telling me how seeing it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just changing social media forms. Like I don't really want to be on social media, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it just makes you feel whatever. And I was like, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, like, I was like, imagine experiencing it. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Or even or even if you didn't experience it today. It's still lingering in the back of your head. I might can. You it know happened, what I mean? And it will happen to me. You drive down certain streets, you mm-hmm. looking at all the mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, that's me the whole time I'm driving. You feel me? And then we on the same social media you on. Mm-hmm. We see that. Yeah, it's triggering. Come on, like a motherfucker, man. And like, even even if it isn't triggering like that, I'm talking about, like I say, it, it could make him feel. You know, almost like it's changed my social media experience. Like, I, not treating me like to be mad, but more so like I don't. I want to turn my head. You know what I'm saying? He's a white guy. You know what I'm saying? And and he was saying like it's revealing me. You know what I'm saying? About my privilege. You know what I mean? And it was it was a dope conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen y'all link to that. That's what's up. But yeah, and it, it it was it was it was tight, man. But just even addressing that because it's like. Yes, it's very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's traumatized. It's like murder porn. You don't want to see nobody dying. It's like we we know what the fuck's going on, right? Somebody else could know what's going on. It doesn't affect you. Right. You know what I mean? It's like COVID. You know what I mean? It's like if it doesn't, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't exist. But they could they could they could see it you know okay i mean i can know about it okay whatever but it's like it's a different no when you know you know what i mean it's like no this affects me i've been affected before i've experienced it i see it every day i my friends experience i experience it for my friends mm-hmm. so it's like it ain't that you know what i'm saying like the the america or whatever it ain't the America y'all think it is. You know what I'm saying? And the one you're seeing now, this is this is the America it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 
this is the one that it's easy to avoid this because they swept under the rug. Because I got this, this, this going on. Yeah. But now this, it ain't going on. Mm-hmm. So I can't avoid it. I can't do nothing but just either get in it, being involved, or try my best to stay to myself. But even staying to myself is forcing you to look in the mirror and reflect. Mm-hmm. So, and that every I know I've. I kind of had that same revelation because within the entire Black Lives Matter movement, not only do Black Lives Matter, trans Black Lives Matter, gay Black Lives Matter, all that, right? And I had a conversation with somebody and she was like, uh, I was telling her, you know, it kind of feels like a who has the worst type of situation. She was basically explaining it to me like, I get what you mean by uh, who has it worse uh, competition, but what it is is you're oppressed, but we are oppressed in a different sense, and you need to understand that as well. I understand that my black life matters and black men. I get black men. I get how we all, you know, have to go through life all day, every day. I have no clue how a black woman has to go through life all day, every day. On top of her being black, she's a woman, so that's two. You, that's two sins she was born with. Quote unquote. Yeah. Right? Nah, so, factor in if she's gay. Exactly. No, man. So that's three. So it's like, you really have to think this is way bigger than what you even think it is. Absolutely. It's too many perspectives that are that are in this. It's more than just yours. And I had to look myself in the mirror and say, oh, okay. Maybe that frustration that I was feeling of seeing all this and trying to say who has it worse or who, you know, it's like when people compare slavery to the Holocaust. I don't like doing shit like that, but it's like, well, stop. They went through something as well. Terrible, terrible. And we we went, ah, we went through something ourselves. So black women, trans women, trans men, black trans men, it's a target on all of us for different reasons. And so you need to, well, I had to look myself in the mirror and tell myself that I need to acknowledge the other ones. Instead but the support right, and, and the rallying isn't as present when it's, you know, a gay or a trans victim. Um, like two days after George Floyd, I was like, Tony McDade um, in Florida. Died in police custody, mm-hmm. allegedly. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's not much, you know, going on. You know what I'm saying? Someone else got uh, attacked at a rally, I believe. It's, 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 it's going on so much, but it's when... When it happens to someone who is gay or transgender... <laughs> I don't know, niggas just file back from that. Not the women. Women is riding. Yeah, it's us. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like we ain't yeah. really just, you know, showing up in support for that. Not saying we got to put on uh, a rainbow outfit and, and you know, march in the parade. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Support Absolutely, man. Right. Yeah, we definitely do, man. We definitely do, man. Because it's... What message are we sending to the progress we want? Exactly. You know what I mean? And and it's one of those things, man. You you gotta check yourself. You gotta look in the mirrors. But also understanding how how uneasy it is to make a breakthrough to someone who sees things one side. Mm-hmm. Me knowing I gotta be aware of my approach. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I can bring you in in a different way. I don't want to bash you to make it seem like you're wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Although it ain't progressive. You know what I mean? Ain't no right or wrong in life. Do what you do, but right. just take whatever consequence come with. You know what I'm saying? But it's not progressive as far as where we trying to go, right? So I wouldn't approach me explaining something that one of my partners might not understand is me just bashing him. Oh, you homophobic, you homophobic, you know what I mean? He might not know. Mm-hmm. You know, intentionally, I'm right. not homophobic. Right. But as a result of your intentions, mm-hmm. you might not see where your results land. Right. Your results land a little more homophobic. Right. Like if I if I have intentions to throw a dart and hit a bullseye, mm-hmm. but I miss the whole bull and put a hole in the wall. I can't be like, oh, my bad, man. I meant to hit a bullseye. No, I put a hole in the wall. I got to hold myself accountable off the, mm-hmm. off what I missed. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, as men, you know, I, I, I try to challenge us to be aware of where your intentions land because it's easy to go back and be like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. That's an out. That's you know like, what I mean? How did you mean it? You said it. So, but yeah, but even even when you say how you meant it, you know what I'm saying, you still can't avoid how it happened because because we're going back to our intentions now and not the result of it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where accountability is. It's in, in the result of your intentions. You know what I'm saying? I put a hole in the wall. I ain't hit the dartboard. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's like if a mother say, "No, nah, man, you put a hole in my wall," but I mean, oh fuck, my bad. That's your wall. Mm-hmm. I put a. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta be mindful of where my intentions land, and that's that's one thing I challenge us. You know what I'm saying? So, as explaining something, you know what I'm saying, be mindful of the approach if you know better, and if you don't matter, don't know better, you know, be mindful that your intentions might not land where you intend. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. Just that one thing could could save a conversation, you know what I'm saying, or a relationship. Because at this point right now, it's like, like I say, we are we tired, we fed up. So whatever I believe is, like, I'm tired of explaining to you. I'm not gonna go crazy trying to prove I'm not crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you're either gonna listen to me or not. And listening is harder than just hearing. You know what I mean? Because we we want to. A lot. We want to. Um, we hear responding points. Correct. You know what I'm saying in conversations. We hear you know spots to to jump in versus I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let you cook. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and as men, it's important for us to practice that. Not only with you know what I'm saying our relationships with women, our gay friends. You know what I'm saying our transgender for anybody mainly with ourselves because just like um a racism thing it's 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 more of a white conversation than it is a black conversation you know what i'm saying it's like you know, we know you know what i'm saying mm. white people's like what the fuck are you going to do about it right same thing it is when it comes to us and women or gay people you know what i'm saying the conversation is more so with us you know what i mean because we know better it's just how long is it going to take you to apply? And that window between knowing better and applying, everything that happens in between, that's your punishment for knowing more. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So it's like you do better, you do better. Yeah. So, so we just just to go back and you know try to challenge, try to challenge each other, man, to be mindful of your approach when trying to teach some somebody something they don't know because no one likes to be confronted or corrected. You know what I mean? It's, just talk to me. Yeah. Um, and also, if someone's teaching you something, don't always lean on your intentions because intentions get you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> intentions will fuck you up. It's like, you hold yourself accountable, man. Accountability ain't leading back on that. But not to get too deep with it, but yeah, that's... that's I feel like that's more, it's, it's, it's so important when it comes to getting back to the real fight. Because like you said, it's a fight, it feels like a who been through most or, you know what I mean? It's because the fight is broken down into different punches. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is my fight, but that ain't my punch. That ain't my swing. You know what I'm saying? But this is my fight. So I gotta understand your angle. Mm-hmm. But I, Forcing my angle ain't gonna give me an understanding of yours. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can't find out something I, I don't know by I'm using teaching. something I do know. Right. It's, this is more to combat of a, it. a teaching experience than trying to mm-hmm. force something to somebody else. Yeah, man. We gotta, gotta, get, gotta get behind. Gotta get behind, man. Everyone. You know what I'm saying? It's like all black lives, right? You know what I'm saying? So. But you know, it's like niggas don't even want to tweet the word gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? A nigga wouldn't look, a nigga so wouldn't even tweet the rainbow flag emoji. He'll feel some way. You know right. what I mean? It's, he just insecure about something. Insecure. Yeah. It's a mad tie around right there. Let's see how we got there. <laughs> yeah, we was talking about insecure before we started. <laughs> It's a great show, great show, <laughs> great show. No, I can't wait to. That, no, I'm glad we're talking about that. Let's yeah. let's let's get more into the music now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Coming out of the veil, mm-hmm. and you look at Nashville's music scene as far as the urban music scene, rap and R and B. That's right. There is no more urban <laughs> rap and R and B. How long do you think it'll take, or what do you think it'll take? for Nashville to make that next step? Man, a heavy dose of pity. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect answer. Nah, but you know, we just just keep going, man. Just keep going. What got you here gonna get you there. You know what I mean? I'm a a big believer in what I just said on that. Like what got you here gonna get you there. Just keep going. and don't <clears throat> don't think about it too much. You know what I mean? Like, you are where you are, you know, for a reason. When did you when did you know you wanted to do what you know? Man, like probably around like tenth grade. Tenth grade. So for me, I graduated 07, so that's probably around 04, 05. Okay. Yeah, it's probably when I when I made the decision, like, all right, this is what I want to do. Cause I used to want to hoop and got hurt. Well, nothing big, just ankle shit. But uh, but in that process, I was smoking, 
freestyling more. And I was like, well, man, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Dropped out my honors classes next year. <laughs> and said, by the time I got to uh, CES, I ain't going to college. <laughs> like I knew I wasn't going to college like first week of school, yeah. in high school. Like my senior year, I was like, I ain't going to college, dog. I'm just fifth year this year. <laughs> That's what I did. I just, I've been, I literally been writing music every day of my life. That's what's up. Since then. <laughs> it ain't just paid off on the back end too much yet, but I've definitely developed a skill. <laughs> yeah. you, wanted, you are one of like the more well-known names in the city. Yeah. Cause it's like only a few niggas that everybody know. Mm. Like <laughs> you ask somebody, they know who Betty is and who Lito is. They know who, uh, people know Jelly Roll. Most people, real rapper, you know. Yeah, you know Jelly. It's crazy, man, because I ain't got no radio play. I ain't got no videos out yet. That's and it's really like, because I be trying, I be trying to like chill, you know what I mean? I ain't even thought about that. Yeah, I ain't popped because it's something I'm doing wrong. Like, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to connect dots in my city first. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's 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 something I pride myself on. Like just connecting dots, linking people up, and getting out the way. Because that's something you know we didn't really have. You know, I know I didn't have. You know, when I just coming in. You know, when I first did my first show. Shout out to Ivan uh, Medic Lee. Um, that's when I met a lot of people in bulk. You know what I'm saying? And from there. Relationships were built and just had an interest into just meeting more people, the right people, you know what I'm saying, and introducing people to each other. Because that's what was done for me, you know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, this is the way, this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, and we didn't, you know, we didn't, It that wasn't a thing, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so, that's, that's what I wanted to do. I was focusing more on just, just rocking with the city, my man. Just, you know, enjoying home, being hometown. Just to trying to get away from a local mentality. It's like, oh, we just at home. You know what I mean? And yeah. So I just, I just been chilling, man. And I had a, I had a plan to make a discography, <clears throat> make a discography first and then start shooting videos and then start promoting because I only really post my music too much. You know what I'm saying? I just make it available. Yeah. So to me, if I was to play some unreleased music for you on my porch, everything that I have out right now is just, it's just an extension of my porch. You know what I'm saying? If you know, it's just available for you to press play on pretty much. Uh, I wanted to have like a different introduction to the world. Cause you know, they say you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. I feel like I'm an exception to a lot of things. It's, I don't know how I'm wired. Um, but I want to have a different introduction. I wanted to, um, I wanted to have a catalog of music. And when I start shooting videos, I want to shoot videos from everything. That way, if you're familiar with it, you like, oh shit, I remember when he dropped this song, whatever. But right. ultimately, when the whole world finally gets introduced to me, say if you discovered a new artist today, you look and you're like, damn, this motherfucker got 20 albums. Mm-hmm. But you fuck with them. Yeah. That's gonna be the only thing you're gonna be listening to for a while, if right. every album is dope. Right. <laughs> Cause like, when you find somebody you like for the first time, that's, you can kind of get, you indulge into yeah. that catalog. So I was like, all right. 
I'm gonna have a big catalog. I wanna come in the game with more music than Jay-Z, if I can do yeah. it, type shit, with a promise of making more than I came in with, right? Yeah. But <laughs> get my Is ducks in the row. Because you can gain a real name in the music game like that. Yeah, get my ducks yeah. in the row and shoot videos to everything. Like, you can hear, you can see a video come from an album that was two years ago. The next right. video I drop could be something unreleased, could be brand new. The next could be something on the album that I just dropped a week ago. It's like, but have them all hit at different times, it's gonna make the people who don't know. Yeah, it's gonna make people go back. That's the introduction. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's aware of me now, it's like, it to me, it's like in my mind, it's more so like, video for this. You, just seeing, you just seeing me prep. You know what I mean? I ain't pushed the button yet. So uh, it, it comes off cocky, you know what I'm saying? Saying that, but I'm just being, I'm just, I'm poised. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being poised because I got a lot of music that I, you know, I can get eager behind. But I understand the plan I told myself a long time ago. So it's like, I, this is what I want to do. And it's, it's getting really close to, you know, I ain't gonna say I told you so. It's just gonna be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like I don't, don't be mad if I'm, you know, if I'm too busy to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, I love this album. I might not even be able to reach my phone, player, because it's like the way I'm mapping it out, and, and uh, it's just it's been a long plan. I just say that, you know. But it ain't it ain't nothing um it ain't nothing I'm doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all intentional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 falling back, you know. Well not falling back, but more so just in the cut with it, building yeah. up. Yeah, but it's like I got a lot of music available. You want <laughs> you know, you wanna check it out, you can check it out. It's, it's like a, if you know, you know. You know what I mean? What is uh what's your favorite album that you got? <laughs> Probably my Christmas album, between the Christmas album and Bubble. The Halloween album, it, it peaks in between then, but one of the holiday albums. Like, I love words I couldn't say. That's like that's like a, a masterpiece. But the Christmas album, to me, because I made the Christmas album in a week. You know what I mean? Like, I got all the samples. We made all the beats, everything. Like, words I couldn't say, like, oh, I, I love that one because it... it like that just it's oh, more man. thought out you know what I mean it's more thought out it's a solid piece it's yeah. a solid piece I just like the uh, the uh, holiday joints because of what they is so right now it's a toss up between one of them but between the Christmas album and the Bubba album you know what I mean just cause and you know I my like granddad Bubba a lot as well yeah. I like Bubba a lot as well that's probably like you're probably two or three mm. and then like I had said earlier before we had started recording like that words I can't say is just incredible. The one that I first gravitated to when I first you know, really locked in on who you were as an artist and all that. Mm. Besides, you know, just the future stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, man. Like everybody tell me when they like words I could say, I was like, it made you cry. That's what I'm saying. I can just imagine niggas crying to that motherfucker. Like, damn, I still remember. What's it? What? What? What's what's one of the ones though? What's one of the ones that that you fuck with? I still remember. Oh yeah, doing too much. Doing, yeah, doing too much. Oh, yeah, you already know. Why you yeah. even ask? You already know. You, you already know. know. 
I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I got other producers to make the beats. I just. But you can produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just made like uh, flowers on that. It's, it's a song that called Flowers. You ever, you ever think about doing that? A whole album? Yeah. It's on the way. It's on the way. Uh-huh. Hey, look, nobody's asked me that. That's tight. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, def- I'm definitely working on a self produced album okay. where I produce everything. You gonna have a feature on it or not? I probably have features on that one. See, this is the thing, like, I do features on my own shit. <laughs> I just ain't put them out yet. You know what I mean? Because I'm working on this, this album, man. I'm working on the album, man. I think I'm gonna call it Good News. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, just wanna incorporate a lot of people on it. And in my mind, at some point, God was like, man, this is what I want you to do. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And I, it's gonna, it's gonna be one of those ones where when you see the track list, you can be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But it's gonna make sense. It's like, I'm gonna have over a hundred people on this album. Yeah. yeah. Between, so, between. Tell me too much, but like, you know, we're just some of the people like, like. I mean, know. everybody might not even be an artist. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might just be somebody that just talks. Yeah. Yeah. But like rappers, singers, DJs, personnel, musicians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, like if you, if you know, if you, you one of those like musicians, like guy. you, you established, like, hey, I'm cold at playing the guitar. So if I play guitar on your record, it ain't like I played on it. It's like featuring yeah. me. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm cold. It's featured, like, say, if Carlos Santana got on a song, it ain't going to say Carlos Santana played background guitar. It's going to say yeah. featuring. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. So, you know, one of those. Elton John do some. Like some yeah. yeah, but I wanted to sound like um, <coughs> I wanted to sound like my relationship, you know what I'm saying, with everyone, whether it be new, old, super tight, or just respectful, or cordial, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. I want I want this album to sound like my relationships with the people I you know rock with in Nashville that I that I you know build relationships with over time. Um, I know a lot of different artists in different, like I said, different pools. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's, I, I can, I feel like I can quarterback a crazy album that won't sound like a compilation because, you know, I'm the common theme throughout it. But I want people to see the track list and be like, hell no, nah, this is way too many people to enjoy it. But when you listen to it, I want it to be easy on the ears and be like, oh, this makes all the sense. That would be dope. Yeah. So it's gonna be heavy natural. Oh, heavy, heavy, man, heavy, heavy, heavy. Man, I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of people I rock with on it, man. You know, like it's, it's yeah, I've been working on it for a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Should have brought my laptop with me, man. I would have played y'all something off record. And next time, look, next time <laughs> you come to the podcast, the setup going to be different. Okay. It's going to be 10 times crazy. Man, I came, I got the, I got the, you know, the complimentary uh, 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 weed tray. Yeah, we're the game. Y'all can get them. You can get them. You can hit me up personally. Ooh. Ooh. Or you can grab Ooh. them at the, uh, at the Put rare room mic shop. Mm-hmm. I told I'm putting this to use tonight. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, man, I, I, it's just, I don't know. 
This is one of those albums that uh, you slow cooking. That's why I make a bunch of music on the side just to keep me going. But yeah, I've been working on that. I was going to drop it on Leap Year. Uh, yeah, this year. This year, that's what yeah. But I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't get everything how I wanted it. You know, as far as everybody, I wanted down with it. Crazy enough, you say that. We're going to do it this year. Think about next year. Man, I drop that thing. As soon as I as soon as I complete it, I drop that thing about a month or two out from whenever I finish it. I ain't gonna make nobody wait. I just give me a long enough time to come up with a solid plan and let me, you know, promote it for that much time and just give you a solid rollout. Because I wouldn't treat that one like, uh, like you know, any other release, you know. Because like I said, I just make a lot of music just available. It's just almost like an extension of my porch. You know what I mean? But that one, I treat that like a release. I'd push that like it's a debut album to the world. That's why I'm. That's why I'm waiting. Cause like all the music that I'm putting out, up until it could, you know, who knows where it can take my career. You know what I mean? And I want to drop that album when I have a, a more of a platform or a bigger stage or a higher stage. You know what I'm saying? To where once it's released, it's received by more ears than just the reach I have right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the reason I asked you that is because I read today. 2021 is the year of music. Oh, word. Well, it's got to be the year of Music City, then. It's got to be. Right hand man. It's got to be. <laughs> so I'm like, hey. It's got to be. Let 2021 with it ring. It's got to be. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it's looking like. That's what it's looking like 2021, because I don't want to rush it. I don't want to rush it. I, I, I'd rather just give you an EP or something. Yeah. If you need some music, let's cook up five songs. Right, here you go. Let it sit for a second. But this one, man, I'm full length. I, I want to make it thing about 20 songs. I'm, I'm so It's going to be called Good album. News. I'm coming back to that. I'm giving y'all the album title right here. Damn. It's going to be called Good News. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, every day. Good news. Uh-huh. Because that's what, that's what I want to feel like, you know, when you listen to it. It's... That's what it's going to sound like to anyone on the outside looking in. If it was like, you know, what Nashville got going on, well, you know, why it's like, look, it's different. You know what I'm saying? It actually is unity and his, but it's the unity is more so based off your relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because people, we rock with each other. Everybody really rock with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, unless I unless you just give me a reason not to rock with you, but it ain't nothing like no beef or nothing. We just stay right. out each other way. You right. know what I mean? Because because you respect the people in between. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Who do so? Like you know, it just is what it is. But ultimately, man, Nashville's in a good place, man. It's, a, it's in a real good place, man. And that's why I've said this album. It would sound like a reflection of my relationships with people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the unity is more so based on you being the glue to how diverse you can make your contact list. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I'll I, I put my contact list against everybody. I'll beat you by at least 50. <laughs> at least at least 50 people. I gotta beat you. I could, I could be lying, but it's how I feel, man. You know, because I, I, I know a lot of people in Nashville, man. I, I folks with a lot of people. For Nashville to be as big as it is, it's a small Oh, man, everybody know everybody. That's why it's, it's it's one of those passing through times. If you got money, 
right? You know what I'm saying? If you got money, it's one of those cool passing through towns. Or, or if you want to chill while you moving a lot, let me chill, duck off for a little bit, and then I get back to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's setting itself up perfect for us. You know what I'm saying? When, when, the, when the shit do pop, it's like you're going to have multiple influences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of this city. And you know, they think like the town ain't big enough or it ain't, right? But everybody ain't gonna be in a town like that as far as like trying to take a piece of the town. Everybody's, we're gonna have stake in the rest of the world. It's just gonna be a hub for us just to reside or just to throw shit whenever we wanna do it because we can give back. Right. And just like you got those celebrities that pass through, that are chill, do what? It's gonna be our stomping ground to do that. Not saying we're gonna be the celebrities, but we would have built you know, that that foundation leading up to that's like that's the life that we setting up. That, you know, when we travel around the world, we good. But when we come back, home's gonna be home. Cause we taking care of home on the front end. You know what I mean? It's like we giving forward to home. You know, cause ain't nobody popped off on some Tyler Perry type shit. Right. To where you can give back back. You know what I mean? So all of our work that we've been doing for the city is being in the city or for the city. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily back to the city or in, you know what I mean? Or like into the city where I got like some, you know, yeah, I can change some shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, 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 I feel like we get into that place, man. And, and once we at it, it's going to be so many different entities. And this is the foundation, this is the roots that we, we built that on. You know what I'm saying? At least as far as us, you know what I mean? Not saying anybody before us, you know what I'm saying? Like, they gonna be doing their thing too. Like, they gonna be even more established. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where well, we got introduced into the game after they was hustling already. So it's like, we, we saw the standard of, homage to the city or how you gonna preserve the city or push the city forward. That was the example, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by saying as far as us, you know what I'm saying? We got we got our, our responsibility to do with it, especially if, you know, especially if you wanna be a somebody from here, you know what I mean? Is it, Nashville is gonna be one of those places, man, that it's gonna be our stomping grounds to, you know, have fun with fun with. Yeah. Yeah, cause and and that's 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 what is gonna change, you know, a lot of stuff, man. So you just get the right people in the right position, man. We'll we'll enhance everything that we are already contributing to. Cause it's it's dope right now. You know what I'm saying? We just need to amplify it a little more. That's you know how, what I mean? That's how I feel. Like I feel like, you know, we very close. I feel like we're very close. That's what I, I tell a lot of my friends that, you know, a couple of them have other opinions. And, you know, I'm just like, you know. You listen to Brian Brown? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's pretty cool. Shout out to Brown, man. He just dropped Journey. Y'all go check that out. Yeah. Journey, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flavor video just dropped. Yep. Yeah. Directed by uh Sick. Yeah. Nashville got Nashville's in a dope place, man. Yeah. Shut up. It's in a dope place, man. Like and, and that side of Nashville, you know what I mean, is a side that if you came up 
um, I guess the cash bill side, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different world to you. You might not even know it exists, mm-hmm. right? But so that's what I'm saying. Like you, you have pool, and then you have pool. Mm-hmm. People. A lot of people don't understand how many pools there are in Nashville to even represent what Nashville is together. You can just be inside one pool so much that you think that's what Nashville is. And it's a dated mentality. It's almost like it's a tribe mentality. Like this is my chief, so I'm just gonna rock with the chief. I ain't gonna listen to nobody else because I'm this who I'm a tribe of, right? It's like, no, over here we done changed that whole standard. You know what I mean? Because I, I I saw, you know, on the outside looking in before I was rapping, like it was more like dog eat dog. You know what I mean? And the fans really wasn't rocking with other artists. Whoever they was rocking with, that's who they was rocking with. So it resulted as the fans almost not really rocking with each other because they assumed that the artists didn't rock with each other. You know, you know what I mean? And that was never the case. Like niggas, they didn't even have no problems or nothing like that. It's just the fans doing like the almost like a dog eat dog dog fight type yeah. shit. They made it that, you know, or just theory in my perspective, right? So I, I mean, I I saw that and I was like, all right, things could change a whole lot after they see us together a whole lot more. You know what I mean? People seeing us together a lot more. It's now the fan base is like, oh shit. If you normally would just listen to Slab, right? And say you normally would just listen to Stan, right? You wouldn't listen to Stan because Slab's your guy. You wouldn't listen to Slab because Stan's your guy. But seeing all of us in the same pictures and all this, like, all right, you might, you might press play on some Stan shit. You might press play on some Slab shit. So now it's bringing the fans together. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying now, you know, we at this point now, but speaking back a couple of years, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Fast forward through practice, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not saying this was the plan to do it from the jump. It's like, but as you're doing something, you realize, oh shit, we're changing shit. You know what I mean? And once you realize what you change, it's like, now nah, I know what to act on. And you you see that. And the, the whole vibe of Nashville is different as far as this pool. You know what I'm saying? And that standard can spread or leak over to this pool or that pool or that pool because this one is making a different type of noise. You know what I'm saying? Because it's new. It spreads around. I say that to say it's a dated mentality to assume that one pool is all of Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 it by practice it can make you listen to just one Chief, because because you're a tribe of that, and you might not even know you're doing that. You know what I mean? It's just that's just what's happening because it's just that's the pulse of just of you know of the, of Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Like the people here, and because we we hard we hard on each other. <laughs> it's like you know what I'm saying? Like as soon as a motherfucker say somebody good, I don't want to say I ain't living listen. Like oh, he ain't fucking with my homie. Yeah, that we hard. <laughs> Like, Damn, I mean, it wasn't even like that. I didn't want to see what buddy talking. That's some Nashville shit. And no, we didn't ask to be this way. It's just, I don't know how we got that way, but we got that way. Like, you right? can't even tell a nigga uh, his music is from Nashville. If you're showing it to somebody else, you can't even say, oh, yeah, he's from Nashville. Yeah. You, you just, just play it and then 
Nashville, Nashville ain't got a set sound. We, uh, our sound is a quality because all of the adversity we got to go through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it could be country music and then you got like the little adversity in between the main country music shit we, we're going against. And then you got the different shit in between each other. Or like somebody saying, I ain't fucking with my homie. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. And it's, it's slowly getting to a point, you know what I'm saying, to where that standard is is becoming a normal everywhere where it's like the fans are listening to other or multiple artists and not just one you know what i'm saying the fans is rocking with each other it's like you might go to a show and meet somebody there and, and form a relationship with them all because you came to see slab and you came to see stan y'all didn't know y'all was gonna end up rocking with each other or some shit or Slab might be on this next lineup over here sometime. And you might like Slab shit, so you might come to see Slab the next time. But now, y'all remember seeing each other the last shit. Y'all might not even say nothing to each other then. But so many events happen to where you you start recognizing faces. Like everybody's, you know what I'm saying? You were normal. You know what I'm saying? It's like with the regulars. All right. So eventually you're just gonna start talking to each other some. You're gonna be outside smoking, conversation gonna pass. Something is gonna push you together, whether you initiate that conversation or not. Because I've saw it happen. And that's through practice of the artists being together. Naturally, that's what it's done to the people. And that's what needs to be shown more. It's symbolism. It's active symbolism. You know what I mean? It's proof. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what people need. People need that proof. And when they see it, they want to be a part of it. Because it's something. You know what I mean? It's not just talent. It's a it's a pulse. And we got to see that. I don't even know how the fuck we got to it, but it's tight. We got one on 10 Man, look, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to how this gonna run back. That's tight. <laughs> I have no clue how we got to that. But that's that's Nashville, though, man. It's 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 an interesting place. We're a great we're a great place. Like I truly believe that. I, that's like you. I love my city. Like I most definitely would love to get out, but I love my city. Yeah, I, man, I got a love hate relationship, but it's it's more love than hate. Yeah. The hate, the hate, it, it, I feel like the hate I have, we all share that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we know what the fuck we up against. Yeah. That's the, that's the love, hate. Yeah. But, and even the hate, it still make it brings the love together. If niggas ain't too good or too caught up in their hate for the city. Right. To realize y'all got a similar love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how a scene happens. You know, it turns into... Uh, it, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and by doing that, who knows what these interactions could bring forth when it comes to progression and change, or just overall contribution to this culture. It's like it's possibilities are endless, man, and we at that place. It's, it's so much work has been done, so much work has been put in, man, from so many people on different levels, and. All together, it, it just makes sense. Once you understand the different pools 
in Nashville and not just pool. Well, you know, the difference between pool and pool. Because you, you, you only gonna reach who you reach and that's not the whole city. It's, somebody else has that same thing over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over here, over here, over here. It's like, now if you getting tight with everybody in all these pools, right. You might be petty. <laughs> you know, I'm just a pillar of the community, man. It's like that's not not you know for bragging rights, man. More so, I feel like uh, just accepting responsibility. Like I couldn't have this perspective of Nashville and not apply it. It's like I said, when you know more, that time it takes you to apply it, everything happens between, that's your punishment for knowing better. So it's like, I, I had to apply that quick because I didn't want to get punished for it. I think it might be, it might go, to go back to the album, I said I was working on good news. It goes back to that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I want to make an album while well, I am in the middle of it to be an audio form of everything I just said. You know what I mean? It's like, this is a proof of what I just said. You know what I mean? It's like... That's gonna be a lot on that album. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, not even as far as content-wise. I'm just like, just as far as like getting the people together, getting yeah. all, you know, all, all everybody adding, adding that shit. Yeah. The result of that is gonna be like, oh shit, I see exactly what you have. Different pools together to make something. It's like, that neither one of us could have brought. You know what I'm saying? Had we not just trusted. Each other. Yeah, so I'm looking at it more of a, uh, a responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I feel like God wanted me to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's a, of course, it's going to be an ode to Nashville, but it's also going to play as a, a flex on the world. You know what I'm saying? For the people who trust me. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people want to make certain albums like this. You know what I'm saying? Or, with they you relationships. Also, you also know what the city wants mm-hmm. to say to the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Like, I encourage people to to make albums that reflect on their relationships through the city. Like, you know, make albums like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're going to get 100 people on it, but <laughs> do it. That's do what you type. can do. Yeah, <laughs> that's tight, man. You know, I ain't tripping. You know what I mean? I, man, I, 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 really, I really like where Nashville is at, man, as far as music, man. We have a we have a crazy quality. The quality is stupid, man. Song first. It's like now, the way Nashville rap is now, you drop your first CD, you nice. Some niggas had to drop a couple CDs to get oh, good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like you stand on the shoulders of them. So so the normal is different when you popped in. So it's like, yeah. How can you not be good coming from Nashville at this point? Right. Because you got so many people who are so dope and we get even better because we ain't popped yet. Because we still feel like I got to make the music better. When it's not necessarily the music, it's the moves. You know what I'm saying? Or it might just be the timing. You might just be here to be proof for somebody else to make it pop later. Who knows? You just got to accept it when you got to accept it, right? But ultimately, the shit is so dope because... It hasn't happened yet. And we're constantly getting better, getting better. Yeah. And especially we have each other music to hear and it's like, fuck, I got to do my shit. I got to go harder now to stand out, right? And that, in a broader perspective, 
just makes it better. makes the music so much dope. So once it does happen, it's it's just gonna be like it's a, gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like an overflow, yeah. Yeah, because now you getting you getting more money in the city because it's getting money into the actual faces. You know what I'm saying? That represent the size of the city whose voices aren't as loud as the money or the budget that that country music comes with or the rest of Nashville. You know what I'm saying? At that point, you know, we can do something crazy with Nashville. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Nashville can ever be in Atlanta, but who knows? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Right. We'll definitely be in Nashville. It won't be this Nashville. It'll be something completely different. And I, I, I do believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... You can just look at Antioch right now and tell you. Just look at Antioch. It's just a foundation for a lot of change when it comes to Nashville. It's a, it's a melting pot. That spreads over everywhere. You put some money into that spread, it's a wrap. Nashville is going to turn upside down. They already building shit right now downtown. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's changing. The, the, the total make of Nashville is changing between architecture, food, Music, culture, entertainment, all around the board. I feel like Antioch's gonna have his own downtown probably by like mm-hmm. twenty nine. Yeah, Antioch's his own borough. It's gonna it's a borough in Nashville, and it's it, Nashville's gonna thrive, man, because the people, that's the the shit that we've been building. That's the shit that we're gonna stand on later. So it ain't like we ain't gonna have to get schooled on nothing. It's like the integrity is already there. So we're gonna take care of it. I assume. <laughs> oh, I anticipate. It's trending that way. Man. How long have we been on here? Hour 20? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's been a minute. <laughs> How long the episodes usually go? Man, around this length. Okay. Sometimes we didn't, we didn't hit the three hour mark before. Mm. Yeah, it's just going. Yeah, we ain't gonna hold you up like that. So now I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is definitely been a dope ass conversation. Like, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, probably the biggest interview we've done. Luke's, Luke's the one that got us in the dope. Shout out to Shout Wilkes, out. man. Trap nasty. Yes, uh, my God. Dripping gonna... like shampoo. Man. When are we going to get the paper somewhere, man? Come on, come on. I'm on the hood. That's my but shit. That's me singing the hood. We need a verse. And a She's microphone. Check on one, two. That's <laughs> you know I mean? remember correctly, I... I that is my shit. Y'all going to make me write a verse up. <laughs> we recorded that in my house. Shout I, out, Wilkes. I, I, I believe I... Happy belated Father's Day, brother, man. You said was supposed to be putting a verse. You know this going to drop. Like, at a different I time. asked him why the beat was so long at the end, and he was like, "Man, I, if I, I don't want to put no words, nobody about, but I, I think he said the verse, the the beat was so long because you were supposed to have a verse on it." <laughs> man, oh, yeah, he, yeah. I, I might, I might write to it, man. That's but I, I did, I didn't, I didn't write a verse to it because, like, after I heard it back, I was like, "Man, I only," I said, "If I put a verse on it." 
it might take away from the replay value. It's like, cause it's so short that, you know, it might make you want to start it over. If I put a second verse on no, it, it might make them change to the next song. Right. You know what I mean? I so I, I so I kinda like took one. I kinda like took one for the for the for the sake of the song. It's like, I mean, I hey, y'all don't, don't gas me up. I you know, look. Hey Wilkes, we're gonna have to do it, we're gonna have to drop a uh the extended mix, the P mix. <laughs> yeah, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, extended mix, man. Yeah, that was that was definitely my shit. That was my shit. But yeah, Wooks got us in the dough, and then we just been making connects all over the place since then. So you know, I always fuck with them for sure, for sure. Yeah, so I appreciate this for sure. Well, this is definitely a, a big, big look. This is a milestone too, man. Like we said, man. you're our first video guest, man. Look, I'm just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad to be here and, and to be the first one on on too. Hey. <laughs> hey, run it. Run it. It's tight. Appreciate that, man. Make sure y'all get at the Burn One Podcast at Burn One Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That's the number one because we are the number one podcast in the streets. And where can they find you at Petty? Man, they can find me at Petty615 on Twitter and IG. Um, the website is pettyseason.com, P-E-T-T-Y-S-E-A-S-O-N.com. And I mean, uh, shout out before I go, man. Shout out my homie Quiz, man. Um, he dropped an EP called Nine. It's an oldest Steve McNair. Um, it's a great listen. You should check it out. Um, it, it plays as a parallel of just the fight you go through being black in Nashville. Uh, ain't many black quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's one in your city. You know, carrying this country town on his back every Sunday. So it's like it's a play. You know, towards that parallel, man. It, it's it's called nine, just the number nine. Quiz Cantrell, y'all. You know, y'all go check it out. Yeah, and I'm I'm happy to be here, man. Anytime y'all want me back, man. Like, you know, let me know. I'm pulling up. Don't say that. <laughs> You'll be on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Running, <it>, shit. <laughs> All right, man. It's the Bird Wolf Podcast. We out of here, man.
gotta keep on blessing me. Love your 